Thank you, everyone. I um, encourage you today to turn in your Bible to Philippians chapter 4. And as you're doing that, I wanted to remind you that at the end of our service today, there, we're going to be doing some different things again. Um, last week, you know, we prayed, and um, you were given a prophetic directive to sense what the Spirit was saying, either uh, what God wanted to do from a Tobe perspective or what the enemy would be trying to enforce in a raw perspective. And I appreciate the faithfulness of all of you to contribute to that. And I want to thank Monica for compiling those words on these sheets here. Uh, the one side are the Tobe perspective, and on the other side is either the things that the Father is wanting to correct uh, spiritually or ways that the enemy is going to try to uh, uh, hinder us. So... Those are up here, and I'd give them to you now, but I'm afraid that you wouldn't listen to anything that I was saying afterwards uh, because you'd be reading them. Uh, today, we're going to have a twofold type of time of prayer in that uh, I'm going to ask for um, the members of our congregation to go about as we normally do before seminar and pray over the various areas of um, the points of ministry, both in the sanctuary and in uh, the youth room. Um, and uh, I want to just state as well that during this seminar that's coming beginning on Wednesday, um, the evenings we will be meeting in here, but the other sessions will be in the youth room. You can pray in here in the morning. You can pray in here in the afternoon. But we're going to be doing uh, the bulk of the sessions in the youth room. Um, that's just an FYI. As you're going to pray and as you come uh, this week, it will all be televised uh, on our website. And so we invite all of our saints family who are not able to be here this time to also take part in this wherever you may be. At the same time, a number of the congregation will be praying in various parts of the place. The prophetic presbytery is going to be praying up here. And I know that Tammy has sent out an email to everyone. Was there anything further that you wanted to say today about that? Okay, would you come? Certainly. It's always my privilege. Good morning, saints. And good morning, saints, in the network, in our country, beautiful country, and around the world. Um, this announcement is about prophetic presbytery. Um, we really need uh, for everyone to sign up. And uh, I was thinking about this this morning. And I think there's a little bit of hesitancy with uh, some of the people in the Saints Network because they don't feel comfortable with Zoom. Um, I promise you, if you will just click on that little blue link, and, and if you'll just, it'll open up. If you can just get there, 
Katie will guide you to where you need to be, what room that you need to be in to receive a prophetic word. So many of you were so wonderful on Wednesday to fill up that first time slot, which is uh, 1230 to 1245, completely full. But picture in your mind that when you get online with us, there are usually about four people on each of the teams. So that would be 20 people. But that's not the, the correct number because I've got Katie, I've got people in the waiting room. So it could be as large as 25, 26 people. You don't see all of those people, but they're there. And what has happened is I've got this first time slot completely filled up, and then the rest of Wednesday <laughs> is empty. So just know that we can take five people from 12.45 to 1, and you will go into a room where there will be at least four or five people that will release a prophetic word to you. Then our last time slot on Wednesday is 1 to 1.15. And so help us with that and fill up Wednesday first. Get that completely full because imagine we've got all these people that are anxious to prophesy and release to you a word, a fresh word from the Lord, but you need to register and then be willing to come online because we will direct you. Um, this morning, um, right after our service, uh, the team that's present in the house will come up on the platform. Now, we have many people that also are in the Saints Network in our country and around the world that also participate. So if you have time this morning after our service concludes, please pray this morning with us. And then I did send an email. Uh, remember to send your uh, insight to me no later than tomorrow. Um, I just want to add that this week I had sent them a short email. Uh, this is the Prophetic Presbytery teams, and to prepare them for this Sunday. And this morning, Monica uh, read a prophetic word that was released by Sylvie, who was also on the Prophetic Presbytery, um, about what we're going to encounter as we're now just stepping into the threshold of this seminar, the prophet. And uh, she spoke about breakthrough. And it's interesting that I, I was trying to narrow the focus for the teams today, and this is what I had written them this week. Our objective in prayer is how do we capture the heart of God's people and facilitate breakthrough. And breakthrough can come in many forms. It can look different to each one of you. Um, I picture it one way, someone else it, will picture it another way. Breakthrough is very important for us because when we have breakthrough, however God chooses, whoever he chooses to, uh, you know, use to kind of like basically, as we're standing on the threshold, we push open the door and enter in. Whoever he chooses to facilitate that and to bring us into his presence, so be it. But once we step through, we're going to be guided in different uh, forms. And um, one of the things that was very hard for prophetic presbytery in the beginning was we've always prophesied in person. And we were very comfortable with the teams. Uh, one thing that was very hard for us initially was when we did it in front of the entire congregation. You know, you've got this entire audience looking and listening. And it's kind of hard initially to do that. But now we're on Zoom. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how God will kind of guide your steps. 
And just before we found out that our first seminar, which was the last time that we met, would be virtual, I had just been notified by the school that I teach at, it's a part-time job, that I would be doing it on Zoom. Well, I had never used Zoom. I didn't think it was hard, but I had never used Zoom, so I wasn't really comfortable with it. But I had actually been doing Zoom for at least a month, maybe a month and a half, and then I find out that prophetic presbytery is going to be on Zoom. And I thought, isn't that just like God? It's just amazing how he prepares you and gets you ready for these things. And so I find it very easy. But I, again, recognize that it may not be easy for people that do not use it on a daily basis. But I promise you, we'll take good care of you. So please register uh, this week. Um, I, we won't close it down. We want to fill up all the time slots. But we need for you to do that for us because we are anxious to release a word to you. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Dennis. We appreciate that ministry during seminar as well as all the other facets of ministry. You know, the seminar this year is titled, uh, this, this spring is entitled The Prophet. And I was uh, um, from from Sunday school all the way through what's happened thus far, I, I've just been noting how many prophetic insights have been coming forth all morning. And we may not, we may not consider them as prophetic because it's not, thus says the Lord, I know what you were doing last week and I know the pain you felt and all those things. But, but it's, it's been a stream of prophetic insight and prophetic words. And I think that in the days that are ahead, we're going to have to be able to glean when God is speaking prophetically and uh, reap those nuggets of truth from him because that's, that's the way we're going to receive it. And that's, uh, that's the way the Spirit speaks. He speaks in so many different ways. And uh, I'm very, very grateful for that. So... Seminar week, and uh, looking very much forward to what God is going to release uh, in in um, the days that He's giving us, and I do want to join in with the admonition that we need to be in prayer. We need to pray because everything we do is girded up by prayer, and so we. We come to Philippians chapter 4, and I want us to consider two very well-known passages of Scripture, script, uh, verses of Scripture, beginning at verse 6, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And it's a very interesting passage of Scripture for a number of reasons. The uh, first is that you basically, in verse 6, have a flow pattern of how we as pneumatikos people are supposed to be praying 
every one of those of those distinctive descriptions of prayer constitute a flow pattern of what God wants us to be. And it really is the way God reveals not only prophetic insight, but uh, insight from a teacher's perspective, insight from gleaning what the Spirit is saying to the churches. For instance, we've studied these. Um, you have uh, prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, and requests. And just as a reminder of what these mean, prayer and supplication are when you are partnering with God, the deasis, in supplication. You're not begging Him. You're standing in alignment with Him, and you're drawing from Him concerning what it is that He wants to do. It is, it's conversant, but in the framework of partnership according to your purpose. It's amazing to me how many years I lived as a Christian, being in church several times a week, even going into Bible college and then seminary, and, and I really did not have a grasp of what it meant to engage as an intercessor in the purpose of God. I, I don't need to go back through this, but, you know, I knew I had a calling in ministry. I knew I was a Christian. I knew I needed to prepare for public ministry. But basically, my viewpoint, and I dare say the viewpoint of so many who were in training for ministry was, okay, we're Christians, we're thankful for that. We want to be prepared to, to welcome new people into the kingdom of God through being born again. We want to provide a stable place where families can come together and study the scripture and learn what you should do and what you shouldn't do and we need to be ready for the the rapture and we need to if the rapture doesn't come we need to be ready for our eternal home that in essence was it and those are good things those are essential things but there really never was a viewpoint of I am actually partnering with God before his throne on, on behalf of his mysteries and what he's wanting to do through me while I'm on this earth. See, there's a difference between your spiritual identity and what you do in the work of the ministry. I mean, the one should fuel the other, but they are not necessarily one and the same. It's true. You know, for instance, let's just think about this. Yesterday, I was here for prayer, and you may have been praying wherever you are, and the Lord was speaking to me about things that, to me, had nothing to do with what we're doing here, nothing to do with this seminar, nothing to do with the Saints Network. It was, in, in, in the more I prayed, I was engaged in something that was really deeply a part of what his heart was saying. But it was so remote from where we are. And I'm not going to go through the details of what it is because it doesn't really matter. It's not germane to this. But I knew that my intercession was, uh, was being required by the Father, and I was fueling that. That is a spiritual identity. That is, that is how we function before the throne because you never really know what the Father is going to demand of you 
when you're praying. When you're praying in the Spirit, you're praying mysteries. That's what the Bible says you're doing. And you're, you're gleaning. I'm sure there are many ways that only God knows that is interwoven with what we're doing. It's strengthening us in some way. But my spiritual identity and what I was doing before the Father was uh, really unusual. It, it, was, it, was, it was unique. But to me, the work of the ministry, where I knew, okay, I've got to study, I've got to put a, a score of outlines together for this next week, I've got to be sensitive to what the Spirit's saying about what I need to do in, in, in ministering today, I've got to be in touch with this brother in this other country and see how he and his people are doing, see how we can gird them up in prayer. There's a whole score of things that I have to do in the work of the ministry that had, to me, nothing to do with what I was praying about before the throne, my spiritual, eternal identity. So those two things fuel one another, but they are not the same. When I was growing up, it was all lumped together, like Mark was saying earlier. It was in the same basket, pressed down, shaken together, but usually not running over. Leaking out was more the case for me. So when I'm partnering with God and in supplication, and then I'm gleaning prosuke, which is what prayer is, I'm gaining insights that I am to apply. Um, I know that with thanksgiving means that I am partnering with him in grace, Eucharistia. I know that it's according to his eternal timetable, but it's always establishing to move upward, to move beyond, to, to move into the new. That's why it's the throne of grace. God is always doing that. And then your requests are iteo. Those are those specified things that God highlights that you just, it's not simply as powerful as this is an insight. It's not a necessarily just a good thing, as wonderful as that is. But it is a specific directive that you know, this is where my prophetic point of the spear is. And I've got to hit this, and I've got to hit it hard with a regularity. And I've got to be focused on that because that's the break point. That's, that's where the, 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 uh, the focal point is. And this is what Paul's saying. He's using every one of these words. Where do you get these definitions, Pastor? Well, you get these definitions by studying the Word. And you break down how the Spirit uses these throughout all of the New Testament, and you link them up with Old Testament principles and types. And, and you see this flow pattern, and you gain that definition. And here's the Apostle Paul, the brilliant Pharisee uh, who was trained at the feet of Gamaliel, who's coming from an Old Testament viewpoint, and he's pop, 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 popping these things out. And that verse 6 is, is just, it's phenomenal. You make those things known before God. Think about that. How do you make these things known before the God who has just made them known to you? Does that make any sense? You have a revelatory relationship with God, and He's showing you these things. He's impacting these things. He's revealing these things. He is forming them, and you're gaining an assessment cap cap capability. And then you're supposed to make that known to Him. Why is that? Well, it's the same kind of thing that we try to do when we're, when we're teaching our children, our grandchildren. You go through something. 
You go through something, and you, you, you say, okay, this is what this means. This is what this means. This is what this means. And then you say, okay, tell me what it means. Put it into place here. Show me how this functions. And, you know, if they don't get it right, you're back through the process again. Uh, God wants us to represent him. He's training us in these things so that we can represent him and so that we can be a people who are functioning in the kingdom as sons and as saints. And so we make these things known uh, on behalf of God in his presence. But these factors through prayer are, are, are the way Paul is really saying these are the vital components of partnership with God and what an intercessor really should be. Now, the next verse is something that really sprung to light uh, in a new way yesterday and even into the wee hours of the morning. You know, I woke up. Time changes. It's fun, isn't it? Time change. Isn't it great? Don't you just love it? You know, for many, many years, I was always out of town when you got the chance to fall back. But the spring forward, we're always here. So you lose that hour. And, uh, now of course, I'm none the worse the wear for it, but it's always fun. Um, so I woke up at like 3 in the morning, and I thought, oh, it's really 2 in the morning. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> and, and, but, but as soon as I got that out of the way, you know, I was almost like the Spirit said, are you finished? <laughs> And, and this thing, the peace of God, which passes understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God represents not some kind of a nirvana, not some kind of a, ooh, it's so glorious. But the peace of God, again, is a, a united partnership to accomplish victory. But the keeping part is, is what I, I want to touch on here for a moment. We know this means to to guard over. We know this means to stand guard. That's true. But um, when I started looking into this, I, I consulted a couple of um, uh, resources <clears throat> that had, over the past couple months, became available, and I got them. And it, it's really been, from, a, from an exegetical standpoint, uh, a deeper resource for us. And to keep here is, is a word that means to look forward or to look ahead. And, you know, pros horao is, is, are the two breaks, but to be prophetically looking ahead. And then I saw that uh, this word was often used to describe not only the watchman, but those that also stood at the gates of the city to see what might be coming to warn the people, to warn the leaders, to warn the citizens, if a nation actually believes in gates and borders. I don't know. But in the Scripture, at least, that word, <clears throat> that word says something. Now, the other thing is that this word was often used in, in a different sort of a way where a kingdom would send 
spies or those who were somewhat undercover to go into the gates of another city, another kingdom, and observe what's going on and to take note about what are they doing, what are they not doing, what is of biggest concern for them, how are they preparing, how are they guarding this, you know, what are their weak spots, what are their strengths, and, and it had to do with uh, of being observant uh, for the purposes of uh, if you ever went to war or you were in competing with that kingdom, and many of them were in constant competition with each other, you at least had somebody in the gates that was doing somewhat of a, um, somewhat of, a of an undercover work. And so this word had a lot of... Uh, it was also used to describe if a, if a king or a monarch would bring someone in who was a counselor on foreign affairs or militarily, and they would say, okay, what, what, the king would say, what, give me your opinion on, on this. Are we ready to, to go to war here? What do we need to be careful of? And that person would then say, uh, well, you need to watch for this, and you need to watch for this. There's a real strength here, and there's a weakness here. I, I would suggest that we pr approach it in this way in preparation, and then we go forth, and if we're going to attack, we do this, or if we're going to defend, we do this. And it would spill out all of these things that spoke about looking forward. So it really had a prophetic ilk. So the peace of God which passes our understanding. See, that when you put that keeping and all the revelation from the verse before, you can really see, well, I'm wanting to partner with God. I'm wanting to hear from Him. I'm wanting to know what His focal point is. And I also know that His ultimate objective of victory is going to be advising me and directing my heart and my mind. And really, my assessments don't really matter. When I get all this from the Lord and I'm understanding these, these warnings from the Scripture, I see how greatly that passes my understanding. What I thought and what I saw could have gotten me in a whole lot of trouble. But God has said this, 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 and this. That's a wonderful thing. And these verses are gems together. And so, and then you can do your own deduction concerning what verse 8 means then in in conjunction with these first two understandings because it flows right in whatsoever things are true honest just pure if there are any virtue if, you know if there's any uh, explosiveness or power in it if there be any praise you you can you can these are really like um, uh, processing points for all of this stuff in verses 6 and 7. And you're, you're meditating. You're, you're doing the nuts and bolts. Okay, what is it can I glean out of this? You know, what is true here? You know, what is, what is a, a pure thing here? What, what is a righteous perspective? Maybe it's a checklist that we should be looking for whatever God's revealing and whatever he's warning to see what categories does this fall into? You say, oh, some people say, oh, that's too much work. Oh, that's too much. We, we do to the nth detail 
what we want to do when it's important to us. And I'm telling you, this, is, this stuff is important. So as we're praying this week, going into the prophetic uh, seminar, the, the, the seminar of the prophet, and, you know, the people here are praying about prophetic ministry and really kindling the coals of the prophetic in this house. And as our, our congregation is moving about, praying over various uh, areas, sprinkling of the blood over the touch points of ministry, I want you to remember that God is very interested in you having your heart and your mind, the directive point that how you're thinking, and then in your heart, the directive, the steering wheel of your identity, uh, girded up by the fact that God is giving you insights about your gates, and he's giving you insights about the strategies of the enemy who would try to corrupt your gates, and he's also giving you specified insights as to how you're going to defeat the enemy, and the parazza breakthrough is going to be yours. And that is, should, should, be, should be a galvanizing influence on watching over your mind and, um, you know, over how you're controlling the ship of your life on the, on the waves and the wind of the Spirit. And so, um, but the objective is that he wants us to win and gain the victory. The peace of God is, is engaged here. It's why he's telling you all these things. And he's, he's wanting you to make this known to him that you understand. You know, I never was, uh, I never was in the military, uh, in the natural, but I'm sure that uh, Dennis could tell you what, what it means to say I I, you know, you know they can give you a directive and you got to respond back. Yes, I understand. Yes, I will do. And there's much more to that there. But God wants to make sure that you're paying attention. You're not asleep in the pew. You are ready. And it's based upon this measure of intercession. And so as we come to this time of prayer now, um, and I warned our Saints Network family who, who tune in here that last week and this would be shorter messages and that we would then be going into prayer since this is our only real um, service time. And I hope that this is the last seminar where we face this. We'll be back in full bloom uh, when it comes to uh, September. But <clears throat> as we go to pray, um, in whichever capacity you're in, whether it's up here or whether you're moving around asking for the sprinkling of the blood and, and for the anointing of the Spirit, and what you have here is, is on these sheets from your own contributions of prayer are, are insights. What does God want to do? What is the enemy going to try to do? Uh, what is God wanting purpose uh, to be established, and how is that purpose going to turn something that's been twisted into something that's good? You need to have that through this week and be in agreement. But let's let the Spirit guide us, and let's, let's, um, let's believe that not only as we pray now, but as we pray throughout this day and tomorrow and the next day and then through the days of the seminar gathering, that we're going to step into a, a higher functionality of prophetic insight and prophetic ministry. Um, we are, as saints, 
uh, in according to what the scripture says in the time of the end, going to be phenomenally connected with prophets and prophetic ministry, uh, the saints and the prophets. And um, so we need to we need to allow the spirit to unite that viewpoint and, and that he would impart to us what what we as, as saints with the saints message need to be indoctrinated with for ministry. Well, I'm just roaming now, obviously, um, but it's time for prayer. And so I speak blessing over all of you who are joining with us uh, online. Those of you who um, are going to be with us in every one of the sessions. We miss having you here, but we speak blessing over your church, over your prayer ministries, over uh, your prayer groups, over your household, over you as an individual, and we're very honored to be walking with you in this pathway of the Lord. And I, I, I speak blessing over the prophetic teams that will be praying up here in just a few minutes as well as those who are not on those teams that will be going about praying over the sanctuary today. And I also ask that the Spirit of the Lord would use us in, um, in ways that He created us to be used. And I know that, I know that the Spirit of the Lord is, uh, is going to do that. So, Father, we dedicate this time of prayer now um, and we, we look forward to how you're going to uh, use this, this people today in prayer. And we bless this seminar week. We bless the ministry that will go forward. May we do things that are pleasing in your sight. And don't let us lack in anything. Uh, let, may you say at the end of service next Sunday morning in reflection of what we've been privileged to do on your behalf and with you. Well done, good and faithful ones. I thank you for this, Father. And we, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, those of you who joined with us today, God bless you. Um, it's been nice having you here, and you're welcome to just go into prayer right now if you want to, wherever you are. But for those in this congregation, those in the prophetic teams, come on up. And for those of you who are willing to go about and bless and pray over the facilities, let's get about the business of doing that. So God bless, and let's, uh, let's have a great week. Amen.